Hello, and welcome to You Lost Me at Namaste, where we discuss all things wellness, well-being, and spirituality at the real world 101 level. I'm your host, well-being alchemist and master energy healer, Michelle Schoenfeld, coming to you today from Washington, D.C., and I am just excited to be here, to be honest. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have been feeling this whack energy like I have, but the last few weeks we've had, geez, six planets in retrograde. And one of my favorite memes was Mercury is in reverse cowgirl again. <laughs> I love that actually. I shared it with my mom and she laughed too. Not sure if she knows what reverse cowgirl is, but it was all good. <laughs> So today is going to be just me. I wanted to just kind of touch base with all of you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support, sending in your questions, and let you know that we have some really great guests coming up in season four, right around the corner. But today I wanted to just have like a real world conversation with you all, because I am asked a lot. I'm asked a lot. Um, by people who know me or people who knew of me when I had kind of my big um, in the spotlight life, my former life. (laughs) And they'll come to me and say, wow, what are you doing? What did you do to change your life? You always seem so happy now. You look so much younger than you ever looked. Or they'll just tell me I look happy. And to me, there's no better compliment than you look happy. And Again, they ask, how did you do it? Where did you start? What are you doing? And then even people who gravitate towards me at conferences or in an airport will just say, wow, you have so much positive energy. Uh, My kids might disagree with that sometimes, Um, but you have so much positive energy. Where does it come from? Like, how did you get there? So I thought today I would just give a little bit, just a little tip of the iceberg on how I got there. As you know, if you're a long-term listener, I love the law of attraction. I am obsessed with Abraham Hicks. I think her teachings are amazing. You can find her on YouTube, of course, lots of free content since she is not really traveling around the country right now, around the world, actually. And she says, when you're asked, you should always just keep it really general. Keep it just, you know, I'm just chilling out. I learned to love myself more. I learned to see the best in situations more. Just keep it really general until you've gotten yourself in such a good, happy place that you can actually explain. And the reason behind that is because, you know, we talk a lot about vibration, right? Everybody in the world right now is talking about vibration and have been for the past few years. Your vibe attracts your tribe and you want to vibrate higher because when you vibrate higher, you come closer into alignment. And what does that mean, right? What does that really mean? Alignment is when you are in alignment with your higher self, with your true purpose in life, what you're meant to do, what you're supposed to be doing in this world that just brings you that joy, that happiness, just that aha, yummy, delicious feeling of effortless, nothing feels like effort. It's effortless, effortless joy, effortless happiness. It doesn't mean that you're not working, that you're not doing stuff, you're not being active. It just means that it feels good. It feels effortless. That is vibrating high. That is being in alignment with who you really are. When you don't care what other people think about you or what you're doing, because you're in just such a state of bliss, that good, yummy feeling where 
you let self-judgment, you let judgment from others go. There's just no room for it, right? We need to have zero room for that in our life. We need to be so happy and so joyous and so completely in love with who we are and what we're doing that the bullshit all around us doesn't matter. It doesn't soak in. It doesn't affect our self-esteem, our self-worth. We're not worried about what our parents think of us, what our coworkers think of us even what our spouse or significant other thinks of us, to be honest. Because really the only thing that matters is the relationship you have with yourself. It's what you think about. It's when you wake up in the morning and you look in the mirror, what do you think about yourself? That's the most important thing. Because if you're loving yourself and you are liking yourself even, right, you're happy, then people around you are going to feel the same way about you. And if they don't, then they're just going to kind of disappear. They're going to fall off. There's going to be an attrition for sure. And sometimes it doesn't feel good for us because loss can be hard or it's a little scary, especially if it's people that we've cared about or that have been in our lives for a long time. But I promise you it's okay because you only want the people around you that feel good, that feel like home, that feel yummy. Those are the only people that you want around you. And when you're vibrating high, when you're in your vortex, right, when you're just feeling good, you're in your personal power, those moments where you just know things are going right, that's when you attract the people that belong in your life. Again, it doesn't ma- mean that every day is a great day. It doesn't mean that every relationship interaction is going to be, wow, amazing. That's not real life. Like, I get that. That's not what I'm saying. But the big picture, the big picture of the people that are in your life, do they add value? Do they add joy? Do they make you feel good? Right? And if they don't, don't have any room for them at all. Zero. Because you need to feel good. And So I'm digressing a little bit. I'm not sure why, but that means that obviously a lot of people out there needed to hear that right now. They needed to hear that it is okay to not care about what people think about you or the people around you. And we're pleasers, a lot of us, especially women. I mean, all of us to some degree, to be honest, have that. But some people more than others, and statistically women more than others, have that need to please, to have people like them based on what they do or how they behave. And we just, we don't want to operate that way. You know, you want to make decisions and make choices and be around the people that you're around, make plans to do the things that you want to do based on how it feels. Now, of course, we always have some obligations. You know, you need to go to a parent-teacher conference. You have a best friend's birthday party. Like there's things where you have to rally sometimes where it really is the right thing to do. But overall, you need to go with your gut. Your gut doesn't lie, people. I'm telling you that right now. If it feels a little scary, that's okay. Scary is a little different. Like if it's that good scary, like the butterflies, right? Or just maybe a little anxiety because you're a little nervous. Thank yourself for expressing that. Say, I don't need that fear. Thank you so much. I got this because this opportunity would not land in my lap. This social engagement, I would not have been invited if it wasn't meant for me. That kind of fear is okay. But if it's something that you really don't want to do or just you're dreading it and you feel like you have to like pile drive yourself to like just rally up to get there because you just really don't want to do it, then don't do it. You got to start making decisions for yourself, for your life, for your future based on how it feels. (laughs) 
So if it feels good, do it. Yes. Yay. It doesn't mean you're taking the easy way out or maybe it does. The easy way out actually is the right way. And a lot of times it doesn't mean it actually is easy. It just feels easy because it's so right. That's the path of least resistance. Talked about that on the show several times before. A lot of people in this um, kind of personal development arena talk about the path of least resistance. A lot of times that is the right path. That's why it feels so good. That's why there's not resistance because you're aligning, you're lining up with your true self. You've asked for these things to manifest in your life and you've paved the way for them to come. And then when they show up, it just seems effortless. It's amazing. Now, sometimes <laughs> that happens and it's scary, right? Sometimes you're, there's something that you want so badly. You keep thinking, I just want this and whatever the goal is. And then it lands in your lap or the opportunity of the door there is there open. And then all of a sudden fear creeps in and you don't understand like, oh, I really don't want to do that. It doesn't make sense right now. I don't have the money right now. What does that mean for I'm going to have to move to a different city or I'm going to have to quit the stable job I'm in right now and really take a chance. And that scares me because I have financial obligations. There's a lot of things, the what ifs, the what ifs, the shoulda, woulda, coulda, and the what ifs that creep in. Those are low vibrating thoughts, people. Low vibrating. Those are things that hold you back from your best life. Those are the things that hold you back from taking new opportunities that were meant for you because you manifested them. You're a co-creator with divine. You're co-creator with your high self the universe, whatever you're comfortable with, God, you're a co-creator in what you want. When you know what you want and you ask for it, it can come and it can come quick and it can come easy. doesn't mean it always does. just depends how much resistance there is. It depends on timing, of course, but sometimes it comes easy and then you can't be afraid to take it. You can't be afraid to walk through that door. So that's the time where you really just want to clean up your thoughts, right? You want to clean up your thoughts, let go of fear, let Go of limiting beliefs from your past or from the media or from family or wherever you are about it doesn't make sense or I shouldn't do that. That's not responsible. Those are low vibrating thoughts. If an opportunity comes and you've been wanting it and it feels good, go for it, go for it, go for it. Um, so again, I know I'm digressing, but this is just like a download of information right now that is coming from source right down my head through my mouth. So I hope for those of you who need to hear this, that this is resonating with you. In fact, if you're listening to this, then you are probably meant to be here right now because either something I've said already or something I'm about to say in the next 10 to 15 minutes is something that you need to hear. It is so important. It's so important when we want momentum, we want things to feel easy. We want to progress to our best life because the best is yet to come for all of us. I promise you it is true. No matter where you are in your life right now, it can be difficult. It can be crappy. It can be okay. It can be good. It can be amazing. You could be living your best life right now. Wherever you are on the spectrum, I promise you the best is still yet to come. So if it's good, bravo. It means it's just going to get even better, right? When we have good things in our life, we're like, yes, please, more of that. Thank you. I'll take a double. <laughs> and when things aren't so great, okay, at least you know what you don't like and have confidence that the best is coming, that you were born for a reason, you were born for a good life, you were born to make a contribution, and it is coming. It is coming. Um, so when people ask me, going back to the beginning, how did I get here? It's a, it, there's a lot that went into how I got here. 
And I'm not going to relive the past. You can go back to um, the first episode or I've done recaps throughout this throughout the last four seasons. But I'll tell you one of the things that I will share today that helped change my life when I was in a very low place, very low place between the divorce and cancer and just some personal things in my life, very low, knowing that certainly I was meant for more. I was meant to be happy. I'm I wanted to be happy. I wanted to be more. I wanted to heal, be healthy. I wanted to have loving relationships. I wanted to be a contributor to society. I wanted to be a better mom, a better friend, a better lover, a better child, a better human. And then how do I get there? Because I was feeling so sad inside. I was feeling so not important. I was feeling like, you know what? Maybe it's time to cut my losses in this life and maybe there'll be a next one that will be better, right? That's how low I was. In fact, I didn't really even care about anything. If it wasn't for the fact that I had children, I was ready to freaking check out, okay? And I, I didn't want to do that. My parents have already lost two children um, and I do have children of my own, but I was in such a low place that I really was, I just wanted to check out. I was, it was over and done in my mind, but I wasn't going to do it. There was something that kept me going. And that little thread of there has to be something more. There has to be something better. What can I do? Led me to meditation. And I, I never poo-pooed meditation. I just, I can't close. I can't clear my mind for 20 minutes. That's not realistic. I'm not a monk in a cave. Every time I tried, no matter how I did it, my mind would go to my to-do list. It would go to my failures. It would go to the things I didn't get done. It would go to the things I needed to get done. It would go to whatever it was or back to sadness. And I could never, or I could never, I could not keep my mind clear. I just couldn't do it. But I figured I'm going to keep trying. And I did. I did the transcendental meditation course, paid a lot of money, didn't really get anywhere, got my mantra, didn't understand it. Why am I chanting this over and over? Um, Again, a lot of people have had their lives changed by transcendental meditation. I will say the great thing about meditation is one size does not fit all. If you're a fantastic meditator, bravo. And if you're not, don't give up. There's so many great things. So through this, I, you know, just Googling different things, taking different classes, reading a lot of books, watching YouTube videos, nothing was really resonating, but I was a hungry sponge. So I kept deep diving down this rabbit hole of meditation and I found actually pretty easily, I think I actually saw it on Facebook, um, by a friend of mine, uh, Linda, actually, I don't know if you know this, who has a, a pretty well-known modeling agency had posts on Facebook that she was, had just signed up for the Deepak Chopra and, Oprah Winfrey, 21-day free meditation. And I was like, hmm, you know, I knew a little bit about Deepak, uh, not a ton at the time, but a little bit. And I like his voice. It's very soothing. And, you know, Oprah, again, I was never like on the huge Oprah bandwagon, but I do recognize that she's pretty awesome and has changed a lot of people's lives and has offered a lot of free content um, and value to people. So I thought, what the heck, 21 days free? It's an app on my phone. I'll give it a try. And I did it and I loved it. It was Deepak and Oprah will each talk for a couple of minutes and then it goes into a meditation, nice soft music and bell and it's over, done. And it set me up for success. I felt like I can do this. I can do this, you know, couple of minute listening to speaking and then 10 or 15 minute, um, you know, the meditation part. 
Because whenever he would say, whenever your mind starts to drift, bring it back, rein it back in, and then chant this mantra that he would give us in Sanskrit. And it was able enough, it was enough to keep me focused that I could do it every day for the 21 days. And I felt such a sense of accomplishment. I was so proud of myself. And but it made me realize, okay, I can do this. And now, of course, I teach meditation. I've um, I've teached for university, actually. I am a mentor for meditation. I have students of my own, and I love doing deep healing meditations for people. I love doing guided visualizations and hypnotherapy, and so much, as a lot of you, of course, know. But in the beginning, that's not where I was. That's not where I was. Now, you know, horseback riding can be a meditation for somebody. Shopping, riding, running, uh, um, journaling. There's so many different types. Mandala. Oh my gosh, that's one of my favorite meditations. But so for me, it started out with this Deepak. And I encourage you to look it up if you guys want to do that. They Three or four times a year, he'll do these free meditations. But then that led me to one that really was the catalyst for my awakening, for my, like just opened the universe, the floodgates just poured in. And I'm really excited. So I'm going to share that with you today. I'm not going to do it for you. Um, I'm going to give you the link in the show notes. So all you have to do is go to the show notes, whether you're listening on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google, there'll be a link and it's Vision Lakhani. I'm not sure if I'm actually saying that right, to be honest. It's kind of embarrassing. I've only seen it written, but it's Vision. And his last name is L-A-K-H-I-A-N-I. And he developed this six-step guided visualization meditation. And he has a beautiful voice. He speaks the entire time. It moves along. And it's six steps on self-love, things that you're grateful for, releasing blocks, um, positive body imagery, positive health imagery, positive abundance, positive love is a really, really beautiful six-step guided visualization meditation. And afterwards, you feel like you've done something so good for yourself because you have. (laughs) You have done something so good for yourself, but you'll feel successful. You'll feel accomplished. And so I'm going to share that. That is going to be my big tip for today. If you get nothing else out of today's episode, that's it. I want you to go click on the link. I'm not paid for this. He doesn't know I'm doing this. In fact, he's the founder now of Mind Valley Academy, if you're familiar with that. Mind Valley Academy also has a lot of free content of one to two hour masterclasses. And of course, they try to get you to buy the whole course, which I've done several of those over the years in the past. And some of them are really great. Um, There'll be a lot of names there that you recognize, Deborah King or Melissa Peer. There's a lot of people there. Um, So you go and do what you want with that. Go into Mind Valley Academy or not. But you can find on YouTube for free the six-step meditation I think it's fantastic. And that literally changed my life. It taught me that I could visualize and that I could heal my life and that I could learn to love myself and that there were things that I loved about myself. I love my written and verbal communication skills. I love my ability to manifest abundance. I love my eyes. I love my smile. I love my ability to love my ability to love. I love that I'm patient and compassionate and daring. And, you know, there's so many things that I learned to say that I loved about myself that I couldn't say before. I couldn't say any of that. I was too embarrassed to verbalize it out out loud, but I never even thought about it. 
It didn't occur to me. I would look in the mirror and granted at five, almost 5'10 and 123 pounds, I would look at myself and think I was fat. I would look at myself and be like, why is one boob a little lower than the other one? Or, you know, why is my butt a half a millimeter bigger than it was? Whatever it was, it was self-deprecating. I never saw the positive. And it was the same in my life. Why am I not organized enough? How come I can't do what so-and-so does? Why can't I kind of get this to, whatever it was, it was all the things that I was lacking or that I didn't feel like I did well enough. Instead of telling myself all the things that I'm doing really well, because that's what we need to focus on are the things that we like about ourselves. That will turn into things that you love about yourself. And then things that you're good at. The more you start realizing what you're good at and recognizing them, the more that chain will go of other things that you're good at. It's just like having the list. I've talked about this before as well, the list of three. And this is T. Harv Eckerd. This is not mine, but I love it. Every day on a sticky note, regardless of what your to-do list is, you might have 10, 15, 20 things. That doesn't matter. That's a separate list. Make a list, a sticky note with the three most important things that you know that need to get done, but that you also know you can accomplish in that day. And then as they happen, you cross them off. And at the end of the day, before you go to bed, you make sure that all three of those things are crossed off. Because remember, in the beginning of the day, you chose three things that you knew you could get done. It will set you up for success and give you such a sense of accomplishment to know that you've got those three things done. And again, you might do seven or 10 or 15 other things, but at least you know you got those three things done that list is over and done. It sets you up for positive accomplishment. And you'll be surprised. You do that for three, four, five days. You'll start to feel so good about yourself and so productive because every day you get to cross up those three things and crumple it up. And when I first started doing this about 10 years ago, I can't tell you how many times it would be 1030 at night and there'd be one thing left on that list. And I'd be like, Ugh, but I would do it, right? It's like, oh, I forgot to pay the cable bill. This is before doing such online And I would actually go down and write the check for the cable bill and put it in the mailbox because like, okay, now I can cross that off or whatever it was, you know, whatever it was that I needed to do. I need to send a birthday card to my brother. Oh shoot, I'll do it tomorrow. Like, nope, that's on your list of three things. You're going to do it now. doesn't matter. The mail's not going out. You're writing that card. You're putting a stamp on it. Done. Right? So I would really encourage you start that list. Those three things. Those are kind of things to get you that positive momentum to start moving your mindset in the right way, that all those kind of things came from this six step meditation. And it also helped me when I had cancer. And well, this was actually a lot of this started when I was sick, to be honest, but afterwards when I was still weak and I still was like worried about reoccurrence at the time, I was worried about not being in remission, which now we know are low vibrating thoughts, not necessary. We don't need to have them. I'm just being honest and real and sharing them with you in case you can relate. We don't need those thoughts. Never, ever, ever. Thoughts don't change anything. They just take up space, right? So if we're going to have thoughts, make them really good ones. Let those good thoughts build momentum. But if they're negative, recognize it, let it go. The minute you realize you're going down the rabbit hole of negative, recognize it, let it go. So in the days when I was still learning this process, this really helped with the positive imagery for health as well visualizing this really healthy body and all these cells turning over and getting healthier and healthier and growing and getting younger and feeling happier and lighter, right? Those kind of things 
all came from this six-step meditation. So again, the link is in the show notes below. Go down there, click on it, do it for yourself. And I'd love to hear what you think. Let me know. Drop me um, a DM on Instagram at Michelle Schoenfeld Official, or you lost me at Namaste. Or you can always send me an email as well at Michelle at MichelleSchoenfeld.com. Um, in fact, I do get emails. I get I answer them the best I can. And I got one um, just yesterday, actually, that I wanted to share with you guys because, well, I'll tell you why. I'm going to read it to you, and then I'll tell you why. So it says, hi, I've gone through a lot of really big changes in my life lately, and I was completely lost for almost a year. And then I had a night that I feel like changed everything. I decided that I wanted to fight the addiction and the pain and the hopelessness and the fear, and I started looking into crystals and spirituality and the law of attraction and all that other stuff. For al- and almost a year later, I found your podcast. Today has been my first time listening, and I truly feel like you could be part of my soul tribe. I've been using that term for years, by the way, and nobody has ever known what I meant by it. And then I heard this today on your show. Anyway, I wanted to reach out and ask if you can help me learn about myself and maybe share ways that you feel helped you along the way. A huge and brand new fan. I won't read her name. Um, So I'm reading that to you because I do get messages. Not um, every message is special and unique. And so thank you. Please keep sending them in. But I do get that general theme a decent amount. And I love it because the whole idea of this podcast is to share relatable information in a 101 level. And what that means is real world that we can understand in real language, right? We're not talking in Sanskrit. I'm not deep diving into the most academic um, uh, corners of spirituality and, and alternative healing. We're talking about real world things that affect our life every day and how we can just make it better. And a lot of times um, with people who are just waking up to this because they've gone through addiction like this woman or um, they've had trauma, they've had abuse, they've had some huge catastrophic life-changing event, we have those and then you wake up and you're hungry and you, you want to know more, you're looking for more, you come across this show, which I love, or in my case, I came across Mind Valley Academy there's this waking up period where you are a sponge, where you're a sponge for learning and you just want to know more. And it is, it is a soul tribe. We are finding each other for a reason. We are in this spiritual awakening, this age of Aquarius, whatever you want to call it in the world right now, things are shaking up and it has felt very bizarre and very uncomfortable for a lot of people in the last couple of years. And for a lot of people, it's actually felt you know, the sadness aside, you know, the, the stuff that's going on in the world, like the stuff that's going on in the media. But personally, people have gotten in touch with their family. They've gotten in touch with themselves and who they really are. They've gotten in touch with nature, with their neighbors. There have been beautiful stories that have come out of this as well. And part of that is like this woman who just wrote me this email is waking up, is realizing I want more. I'm going to fight for my life. I want a better life. I know it's out there. And I am going to figure out how to do it. And we are a soul tribe. We are a spirit tribe. We are finding each other at the right time for the right reasons when it's meant to be. So regardless of where you are on your spiritual um, growth or awakening or alignment with your higher self, regardless, 
aspects of where you are, we are finding each other at lightning speed and it feels really good. You know, we have labels like Lightworker, Starseed, Earth Angel, Empath. Those are all wonderful. I've done complete shows on all those. If you want to know, go back to season one and two. There's a lot of great free content on the internet, some crap too, but a lot of good free stuff. Um, if you want to know more about what those are, but the truth is we are spiritual beings that are inhabiting these human forms and we're coming together. We're finding each other to help raise the vibration of the earth and the world to live a better life, to have a happier world, to just be in a better place. That is what is going on. And so when I get these messages, it always like warms my heart, makes me feel good that my message is reaching the right people, but I'm also really excited for somebody like this who's waking up because I'm going to tell you right now, if you're listening to this show, the, this woman who just, great things are coming your way. They really, really are. Bravo for reaching out, for fighting the addiction. Anybody listening out there, if you're fighting an addiction right now, if you're in an, a relationship that's not healthy, if you're in a situation that doesn't feel good, get out. Get out, fight for your life. You got this. You can do it. There's a whole support network out there that you don't even know. You can reach out and find them. Put it out to the universe. You are not alone. Even if you feel alone, you are not alone. I promise you. Source energy, God, the universe, your higher self, whatever you're comfortable with is there. They've got your back. You have spirit guides, every single one of you. They're there. Call on them. Ask them for help. Ask them for the strength when you need it. It's there. And if you have friends you can rely on, if you know you can get online and find groups, believe it or not, Facebook has some pretty good groups of things like this for support. If you're feeling isolated because of the current you know, COVID situation, there's a lot out there. If you want help, reach out to me. Reach out to me on Instagram. Reach out to me on email. Again, links in the show notes. You can find me. I will point you in the right direction. I will speak to you personally. I will give you links of things that I think you can help that can help you because I don't want anybody to feel alone at all. You're not alone. You're never alone. You never will be alone. There's a whole community of people out there and spiritual beings that love you and want to be with you. And they're with you right now. They're by your side, whether you see them or not. <laughs> and not just talking about spiritual beings, right? Maybe you're not there yet. Maybe you're not, you, this is a little too much for you hearing about spirit guides and spirit beings that are around you connected to the universe. We're all connected to the universe, but maybe you're not feeling it and you're not there yet. That's okay. Know that as you start healing and as you start raising your vibration or thinking happy thoughts and starting to feel better, you're going to start to attract better people into your life who love you. The people in your life should be people who make you feel good and love you. And if they don't, walk away, start looking for other openings, join a club, join a yoga class, join um, a dance class, go to a pottery class, you know, whatever it is, look for an organization or group, volunteer. Oh my gosh, giving back is one of the best things you can do. Find a, a place in your community that you can give back or volunteer and you'll start meeting other like-minded people that will offer value to your life. Um, and it will help You'll come across people that are part of our soul tribe <laughs> because they're out there. And just as much as you want to meet them, they want to meet you. Just as much as you feel you need them, they need you. And the truth is, you don't need anything. You have everything inside of you that you need. You are perfect and special and amazing and complete the way you are. And if you're not feeling it, it's going to come. Just ask for it. Keep working on yourself, doing your meditations, making healthy choices, reminding yourself that you're worthy, that you're enough, that you were born for a reason. You're worthy. You're enough. You are loved. You are lovable. You are worthy of love. 
that is all very true. And if you're not feeling it, I'm sorry. I'm sending it to you right now, love. I'm sending it out to all of you. Just be in the receiving mode. Open up your heart. Picture the heart right in the center of your chest like this lotus. And let all those petals open up, revealing this really beautiful center. And receive the love I am sending you right now. I am sending so much out to you. No matter where you are in the world, I got you. (laughs) Let it soak into your chest. Let it fill that lotus, fill your heart, fill your body, that chest cavity, and feel it. Smile right now. Take a nice deep breath in and out and feel this amazing love. Okay. So, wow, did this podcast today take a turn, but it was there for a reason. Honestly, you needed to hear this. Um, and if you know somebody who you think could use this episode, please forward it to them. Um, there's, I had so many things I wanted to talk about that we didn't get to, and that's okay because this was really important and I don't want to dilute what I just talked about by going on with other stuff. But what I will say is this meditation, of course, but you want to clean up your thoughts. I can't emphasize it enough. I need you to hear this, how important it is to clean up your thoughts. And the best way to do that is in the morning. The minute you wake up in the morning, think of three things that you're grateful for, or think of three things that you love about yourself, or think of three good things that happened the day before, whatever it is, three good things. Another way to do this is, again, this is Abraham Hicks, not me. It's the 17 second rule. It's close your eyes and go for the first thing that comes to your mind, the first thought that's good, that's positive. And it could be an image of like maybe a beautiful vacation, a beautiful person hugging you. It could be something happy that you have coming up. It doesn't matter what it is. Just that first thought that comes to your mind that makes you feel good and hold on to it. Hold on to that thought for 17 seconds. That's the magic rule. Hold on to that good feeling thought. Let it soak into you for 17 seconds and that will bring another good feeling thought. And it is really, really important to start your day before your feet hit the ground with that really good feeling thought. And if for some reason that doesn't happen, for some reason your feet hit the ground because the dog is barking loud or you have a child crying or you're late for work, when you're in the shower, whatever it is, before you walk out the door for the day or before you start your day, log onto the computer, whatever you're doing, take that time take that time. I'm telling you people, 17 seconds. Give it a minute if you can, but that's it. That's all you need is that, is get yourself in that positive mindset, clear up your thoughts and start your day because you create your day. You create your day. And where your mood is, is going to attract. If you start with a crappy thing, you're going to attract crappy stuff, unfortunately, right? You're going to attract friction and contrast. If you can start with positive and good and resistance-free and just that happy, yummy, you're going to start to attract more of that. Your day is going to flow with ease. It's going to be that day with less traffic, with no lines, with just things folding into place as they should because you started it from that high vibration. You're starting it from alignment. The reason you feel good with those happy thoughts that just, just make you feel good, especially if you get goosebumps, is because it's in alignment. And that's how you want to start your day. So if you wake up and your mind has anxiety or you wake up and the first thing is what you didn't get done or what you have to do, that's okay. Just be aware of it and immediately go to those three things that you're grateful for or to this 17 second rule and find that good thought and hold onto it. Embrace it. Put your attention on it. Focus your attention on it. It is so incredibly important. 
So that's it. That is it for today. Again, I don't want to dilute what we just talked about. Um, you know, it, it's really important. Really great things are coming. I'm excited for this season, by the way. Um, next week, I have a great guest, Mary Amons, who's one of the Real Housewives of D.C., is going to be on the show. I'm really excited to share her new projects as well as her healing journey. You'll be really surprised to hear her deep dive into spirituality and realigning her life. She's come a long way since the Housewives show and is doing some pretty cool stuff. So that's coming up. Um, I have a couple really, uh, well, you know what? I'll keep you surprised. We'll go week to week, but there's really fantastic interviews coming up over the next three to four weeks. And again, next week is Mary Amons, The Real Housewife. And by the way, um, I've known her for about 15 years. She's also the mother of Lolly Amons, who on this show did two complete shows on the health benefits of CBD and what it is and how it works, as well as psilocybin, magic mushrooms. Um, very interesting and diverse family. So um, I, I do have a positive affirmation for you guys for this week, and it's just something I would like you to write on a sticky note and say to yourself three, four, five times in a row, several times a day over the next week. And I'll say it um, once, and then we'll say it together three times. I'm my appreciation... I allow myself to receive wonderful things. Oh my gosh, that is so funny that I just said that. That was, <laughs> bear with me. I am doing this in DC and it is getting dark and boy, did I just read that wrong. Um, so it, it should be, I am in my appreciation, right? Like I am in my appreciation. When you show appreciation for the things that you have in your life or the things that you're appreciative to, again, that's raising your vibration, so I am in my appreciation. I allow myself to receive wonderful things. Here we go. I am in my appreciation. I allow myself to receive wonderful things. I am in my appreciation. I allow myself to receive wonderful things. I'm in my appreciation. I allow myself to receive wonderful things. Amen. And why that is so important is that sometimes we just don't allow the good stuff we've asked for to come in. We either think we don't deserve it, or we think that it can't be that easy, or whatever it is. But it's time to get out of your own way, people. Get out of your own way and allow these wonderful things to enter your life and unfold. Because it's your birthright. They're coming quicker than you think. Literally right around the corner. I feel it. I see it. Very excited for what's to come. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of You Lost Me at Namaste. Know that you're worthy. You're enough. You're born for a reason. I love you. <laughs> I'm your host, Michelle Schoenfeld. And until next time, namaste. Thank you for listening to this episode of You Lost Me at Namaste. If you liked it or you like this podcast in general, please take a moment and share the love by dropping me a review, giving me a rating, or sharing it with your friends. The more love and light we can spread, the better our world will be. Thank you, and until next time, namaste.